So welcome to episode 33 of Talking Dairy City, our debut season. Here with Kevin Mack as, as usual. Um, we had uh, we had Sean Hargan on as a guest last week and, and thanks to Hargie it went, went down well. He, he, he sort of suggested that Derry City Kev should let off a handbrake against uh, UCD for the rest of the campaign and, and they certainly did that, didn't they? What a, what a one it was, emphatic. That was surely, Simon, and, and I know... Uh... Or Higgins had seen me just prior to the game on the Thursday or whatever, and he mentioned that. Hargy was on the podcast, and he's just talking about letting the handbrake off. I says, well, I was down at Sligo. He was disappointed like everybody else. And you're right, uh, I think Uri had sort of told him to let the handbrake off. Now, the handbrake was slightly still on in the first half, and they were one up in complete control, but didn't get that second goal. And then on the second goal, what a second goal it was from patching. Uh, so early in the second half, it was 49 seconds or so in the second half. Yeah. Then it was just a case of game set and matching the many goals you get. And thankfully, they, they racked up the, the six and the, the goal difference now is down to two and all that. So mm. you never know, it, it might come down to that. So it was, it was good that they, they let the handbrake off as, as Hargy wanted and they got the goals. Hopefully, it can continue in the final matches. Uh, well, I, I actually was saying that they, they, they were Higgins as well, too, but that, that, like what Hargit said, the handbrake off, and he says, I don't encourage them to keep a handbrake on, is what he said. <laughs> you know, but he, and in fairness, he does encourage them to they, they attack you know, and, and play attacking football at times, but it was just getting very predictable, and, and, and we, we were all thought maybe it's just a wee bit of nerves creeping in, but that was the one that they needed there against UCD. It was expected. I know you're a big fan of UCD. But it was uh, <laughs> it was expected that they were going to uh, sort of rack up a few goals, and I suppose what he was saying too afterwards, like it's it 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 mustn't be easy to play against a, a team like UCD who are well organised. They had a big result against Shamrock Rovers the, the the weekend before as well by by playing that way, and it's uh, you know it was just a matter of as you say when Patching scored that one that the sort of floodgates opened and they they had lost their shape in the area where they. Like full advantage of it, wasn't it? Well, that's exactly it. And you're right, like, you know, UCD were coming up knowing, right, but relegated. But but there's players here that are playing for, you know, where they go next year? Uh, is there any teams looking at them? And stuff they got there, they, they have to play for their futures as such. I know a few of them still going to stay at UCD because of their scholarships. And all, and I get that, but there's still a few players that are finishing their scholarships and all, so they're going to be looking for clubs. And, and, they frustrated there, there's no denying that in the first half, but if we keep going back, Patching scores a second goal. He just loves UCD because his goal earlier a couple of weeks before down at UCD was just phenomenal. You know, yeah. I, I keep saying it, the, the camera angle that people sort of see now for voting for goal a month, you don't really see it. Uh, you don't really appreciate how good it is. It was the opposite angle to the, the bench as we really appreciate it because you were just right behind it like and he just nonchalantly just flicked it on the top corner, similar to Friday night. But I just thought the one done at UCD was just was just more casual. If that makes sense. It was like it was like I I was we slagged Mickey Wilson because he's a big Arsenal fan and compare we compare everybody to Dennis Bergkamp just to annoy him. But it was a kind of like it was like a that was, as you said nonchalant was a word like it was like Eric Cantona kind of Bergkamp esque like where he just. It was just so effortless, and that's what that's the way he sort of carries himself, isn't it? But yeah, as he mentioned, he was he was like he's got two goals in the September goal of a month sort of uh, contenders, like so. 
I, I see what you mean. I, I wasn't down at the UCD game. You were like, and, and you were the opposite side. But um, I don't know. I, I, I was looking at the two of them, and obviously there's some crackers, and that your man Rooney's goal for for Drogheda, two Drogheda specials on it, like as well, two one from a halfway lane. The other one, Rooney's volley was is probably going to want it because. I think all the Dublin press were down at it, like, and they were buzzing off it at the time. <laughs> but <laughs> not only that, I was like, I'm not, I'm not taking away from his goal because it was some strike. What I actually think Patching's one on Friday night was 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 the best of the lot because it was just they just anticipates it. He takes a wee, wee like half step back. He, you know, it's very tight space, but he takes a wee step back. They make room for himself, and then it's just a wee dink over the top. He sees where the keeper is, and and it's he just executes it perfectly. The one the one that he scored against UCD before takes a body of bobble, so I know what you mean. That that's probably was harder to execute because McMullen puts it in, and it bounces off, and he hits it like on the volley, just but but delicately under the top corner as well too. So two cracking shot and uh, two cracking goals, both worthy of one of them, like you know the, the the goal of the month, but. um it, it was just, it was fantastic, proper magical goal, like as as, as Rory Higgins said afterwards, like, and that's what that's what he brings you. Well, that's exactly that. And he's just had peak form again. You know, uh, he scored what five goals, five matches in September, two goal a season, two goal a month contenders. You know, uh, the man's going to be well up there for for player of the month. I would I would definitely think he's he's one of the one of the nominees uh, for September player of the month. And he's been probably Derry's sort of star shining light uh, in the last month. I know McMullen set him up, set up a few chances. Danny Mullen scored a few goals. Diallo's been playing uh, a few fantastic passes. They, they create chances and stuff like that. But Patchen's been the man, like there's no doubt about it. And he, he stepped up when, when his teams needed him. And as I say, he just he just loves playing UCD. Maybe he probably yeah. hears me in sort of saying how bad UCD are and I feel for like Willie O'Connor down at UCD we, we know him I know you don't you know another view with Willie uh, obviously he was up at Harps and he's taking over next year and it's, it's a big thing for him uh, next year to try and get up again but look I, I just think there's so many young players there this experience will be great for them in, in the Premier Division we can bear it on defeats is hard to take but they start getting a few ones in the first division how much the, the celebrations is going to be for them so Look, Gary uh, and Patchy has enjoyed playing UCD, but that's the end of this season for UCD, like. Oh, it does, like, and, and like chatting with the Royal County, he was actually, he was telling me, he actually listened to the podcast, which was nice of him too. He says he's, he's listening to a few of them, like, but he's obviously with, during his time with Harps and probably being Donegal man too. He's a big mitts with, with, with Higgsy, like, you know, Paul Higgerty. So he was, he was saying after the, they had that big result against Shamar Groovers. He was saying, he was chatting to Higgsy afterwards and Higgsy was going right or beforehand. And he was saying, look, you, you could be doing your, your neighbors a, a favor like here on Friday night. And he did. And then he got straight on the phone. He was saying, right, hey, geez, well, come on. What did they do? Like they, they lost at Sligo Rovers. Like, you know, we, we did everything we can for them. But I uh, suppose they, we can't say they rolled over on Friday night, like, but, uh, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was, it was just, it's just sort of rammed home the fact. That result in Sligo is just, it's, it's just, you just, what could have been sort of thing. Like, you know, it's, it's really sort of frustrating at this stage when, when you can go down on Friday night and potentially, I know it's easier said than done, but, but close they've done two points out of Shamrock Rovers who don't play for a few weeks. Like, and 
you know, you just think that's that's that Sligo one was just such a must opportunity. Well, it's just that, like, and that's what they know, and, and, and the players know that, and they come out by uh, more than a bit of a tent, shall we say, and they were at it. But look, you, you have to you have to get at it and, and, and get results. They've got the result. It's now a case of luck. You have to move on and, and, and try and, you know, keep up and keep the hope going, keep the belief going that you can still do this. You, you know, at the end of the day, you can't be having any more regrets. They've had enough regrets this season. Sligo a couple of times uh, is probably going to be the Achilles heel. If it doesn't work out for them this season, people are going to think of the two Sligo results. But they can't think like that. Four games to go. You have to win all four and then see what happens. Well, well I suppose we'll take it back. Because that, that's, I suppose, as you say, that's what the players are saying. And, and that's what Rory Higgins is saying. But we, we, we chatted the uh, patching afterwards, obviously. He was a man in a moment after that. Go kind of stole the show out of all the, the six goals. Six goals shared amongst six different players too, which was, was kind of impressive. And uh flies in the sort of face of what everybody was criticizing Derry for not scoring enough goals like but they all got in the act but Patchings was definitely uh um the pick of the bunch. Yeah it's at the start of the year with Danny Danny Mullins as well too you know so which which was a bad <laughs> in itself. But um let's hear from Will Patching who who basically says that that was one of his better ones. Well, there's there's only one place they started, well, and that was that the, the goal. Obviously, like especially the timing of a goal was was perfect, mm. but the execution of it was was unreal. Like. Yeah, I'd say it's probably one of my better ones. So uh, delighted with it. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, what, only one thing you're thinking about, but but the vision and and, and then the, as I said, the execution of it. Like there's a lot mm. to that goal, and, and it was it was the pick of the bunch there. They had some good goals too. Yeah, there was. Yeah, Danny's mm. goal was great. Mm. You know, um, but uh, ball just come at me. It's just instinct kind of thing you know come out you and, and have a feel of where the keeper is and, and try and execute something and thankfully it come off obviously a lot's been made about like the strikers not getting goals but you, you've added 10 in all, all competitions as well that's a good return from, from your position especially considering the, the injuries that you had yeah yeah uh, since I've come back from injury I've been mm-hmm. trying to get in the box a lot more and getting some more goal scoring opportunities you know the gaffer's been, been on to me about that so uh, it's obviously working and I'm just going to keep Keep trying to do it to the end of the season, though. Yeah, obviously getting off that quick start was 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 key here because it was, you, I suppose in the back of your heads is what UCD did the Rovers last week. You know, if they, when they be in there defend as a unit, they're hardly break down at times. Yeah, it's like I say, there's, yeah. there's a every, every game in, in this league's tough. You never know what you're going to come against, you know, and and, and and teams are hard to play against. So we just got to be professional about our job. We play UCD and we know what we need to do and, and I think we've done that well this season. Yeah, in terms of the like races, there's still that belief. Obviously, Rovers just got over the line, ten men, but yeah. uh, you know it was. Yeah. I suppose when you you just have to concentrate on doing your job. But but in terms of belief that you can do it, four games now, run out of games, but still there, is it? Yeah, we're always going to believe, you know, right until mm-hmm. the end. The, the lads in the dressing room, the great set of lads, and the character we have is great too. So we're always going to believe, and, and we can just control ourselves now. We don't. To worry about any other team as long as we go about our business and and then, and then see what's what and hopefully it will work out. But you never know. Yeah, obviously one 0 and, and as Ray was saying to you, it's, it's not easy to, to break down teams like that, no. you know. So, but but second half, what was the message? Because you just came out and just obviously the timing of your goal, but then you just ran right then. Yeah, no, open. especially when a team comes like that in a low block, it's hard mm. to break down. Um, but we stuck at it. We moved the ball well. Uh, we have running power as well, so 
we have that variety of you know technical players and powerful players. So it, it came to a came to a tee and, and worked out well. Yeah. But you control that game and I die for Yeah, no, I'm just yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying my football at the minute, you know, and, and when I'm enjoying my football, that's when I'm at my best. So. Mm. That's all I can keep doing, really, as long as I'm enjoying it and hopefully putting in performances like tonight. Happy days. Yeah. Norman well, shocked off down to Drahara, which is never easy, too, but, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a huge game. Everyone has. Oh, that's it. One game at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, is always a tough place to go. They make it really tough, yeah. As you can see, with a lot of teams in the league, you know, drop points when you go there, but show will uh, get to work this week on how we can beat them and, and hopefully get three points. There's Patsy himself, like just saying, you know, it was they still are still going to believe right until the end that that uh, they can they can maybe win this league still, like you know. So the, the belief is there. You've got to believe that there's that they believe in what they're saying they us, you know, and then everybody else. Well, that's exactly up. Then, as I say, you know, goal scoring has been a problem. There's no there's no two ways about that. Like they scored fifty three goals this year, and the league and nineteen of them have come against UCD, so. You know, that, that sort of tells its own story, like, you know what I mean? So, but look, you're right. The good thing from Friday night was you had six different goal scores. Danny Mullen getting another goal, and as you alluded to there just before uh, Will's audio, like, it was a great finish. You know, everybody talks about patchings, and rightly so, but it sort of forgets saying Danny Mullen strike, great ball on by Mickey Duffy, and the left peg finish was just something else. Like, so that'll give him confidence. and Look, it's just it's just you're right. It's about the belief and the confidence, and goals do that. And particularly when you've got different six different goal scorers too, the confidence will be high. And Andy Drahada this Friday. Right, and like it, and we all know how difficult it is going down the Drahada. And, and and we were looking at, at at Fridays, and there was there was times, and I was sort of more concerned about what was happening at Tala than I was at, at the Brandywell. You know, we were just sort of loving on that hope that they're going to slip up and. They got over the line as they always did. But, like it was a bad goal for for shells. They concede, like you know, when um, Burke scored from thirty yards or twenty five yards, you know, and sort of trickled in. It, it seemed that way anyway when I was watching it back. But it was just they they seem to keep getting over the line, and that's that's the ominous sort of thing. But that's the fact that at the same time, what gives you kind of a bit of hope, and it only gives you hope if they do the business on Friday night. Is if like Rovers haven't got a game in three weeks, and I know Stephen Bradley's not too happy about that that they that they can't keep up that momentum, and then maybe have a wee bit of congested period again as well. Too also seems like the whole maybe uh, Damien Duff thing and the the, the having deflecting about the budget and stuff like that that, that that's not all well at, at Tala, and, and that kind of gives you a wee bit of hope that maybe and they haven't been at their best this season. We can all agree about that, but. That kind of gives you that wee bit of hope that there maybe it's just not all well there. Well, as I say, same as you well know, it's the hope that kills you, but you're right. <laughs> there's no there's no denying. Hang on, they think you're give, give me a break. I, lost, I just watched Man United against Galatasaray. Oh, I just says it all. Oh, oh. Uh, but no, you're, you know, you're right. There's there's no doubt about it. There's, there's someone that right at Rovers. You, you know, the manager we four games to go is coming out criticising people from behind the scenes at the club that aren't helping him to go in the one direction they do this, we want to go in a different direction, he's sort of accusing boys at the club wanting to go make things harder for him You've the Jack Byrne situation, Stephen Bradley says we've offered him a contract Jack Byrne comes out and says nobody's offered anything, I've heard nothing mm-hmm. there's just so much going on and even Bradley himself was saying 
I'll talk about the budget, and if I'm still manager next year, we'll talk about a lot at the end of the season. It's just it's mental for a team that's going for four in a row. Uh, the Champions League lure of that money, the potential of all the European money, it just beggars belief what is actually going on down there. And also gives you that frustration that Derry in particular hasn't haven't capitalised on whatever's going on down at Rovers. And at the minute, Rovers are getting the results because of the experience. Graham Burke gets the goal. Goal doesn't look that good. They seem to must have it. Doesn't connect with right and on the keeper seemed a wee bit dodgy. Might have been three players. Yeah. But they're just getting it done. And that's the experienced heads. Keeping a clean sheet at the back. Manus, Lopez, things like that. And then you've uh, Burke, as I say, scoring. Gaffney coming on. Green. They have that experience. And that's what they're doing at the minute. They're just yeah. using the experience to get over the line. And unfortunately, the opposite way with Derry, the, we keep going back. It's Sligo was the biggie, the big turning moment, and Derry let themselves down that night. But look, you're right. You won. You put the pressure on them. Free, I think they free games in eight days in after a couple of weeks break. Look, you have to, all Derry can do is worry about themselves and get victories, and then it's over to Rovers in. And look, if Rovers won all four matches, yeah, they just had had right. them and said, congratulations. Yeah, Derry did luck on it too on, on, on Friday. I know it's UCD we, we can't play down, but but I think when when they started getting going, you know, they, they all looked hungry for goals. They all they, they were playing some lovely exchanges of football too. Like it was it was it was it was a good confident performance. I came away from the brand new thinking, no, oh, these boys are on it. They're still believing that they, they can win this. And if you if you want and I keep saying if you want Friday like you would rather have the points on the board and it's it's two two points behind there's 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 always that chance like especially the way this season has gone you gotta just hope that that's not not all all well at Rovers and that they slip up like there is a couple of tricky games like where where would you see them them slipping up Kev like you've, you've looked at the fixtures I know that they have that we congested period and Stephen Bradley's going here we Cork should have played us on a Monday night here before their cup game give them six days they recover. For, for, for the semi-final but hey take your oil eh? you know it's, it's not you don't get everything your own way at, at times you know and um, I, I just I just think that there's potential there they, they slip up well there is like you know they play Drogheda that's their first of the of the three in the bunch uh, Drogheda at Tala now Drogheda's beat them already this year Tala yes it's a different Drogheda team they don't have Freddie mm. Jupiter got the water at night that's 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 true then it's a way to Cork. You, you just don't know this. This this weekend is also pivotal in where the FAA Cup is. If Cork's in the final, yeah. do they accept we're in the playoff and then we're thinking of the, the Cup final? After Cork, they then play St. Pat's again. It's Cork v. St. Pat's in the Cup semi-final. So there's so many permutations that, that can change everything in the, in the final games. Now look, I would love to say if I got down to the final game and Derry ha- needed a, a, a helping hand, I would love to hope that Danny Lafferty can pull someone out of the, the hat first with, with Sligo. But if you're Stephen Bradley and you're offering him now home to Sligo, if we won, we won the league, you're going to take hand and all. You know, no disrespect to Sligo. From Derry's point of view, you have to hope that, uh, I, in my opinion, Drogheda, Corkers and Pats, they're, they're the teams that yeah. that's trying to give Derry the, the favour that, that, that they obviously need. Uh, but it's that, that's the one thing about Rovers this year, to be fair, Simon, is when they're playing the Derrys, 
the Bulls, you know, the the, the Shelburne, the, the bigger teams. There's no disrespect to anybody else in the league. Yeah. Uh, some Pats, they've got the results. It's actually been, they've dropped points against UCD, they've lost the Cork, they've lost the Drogheda. You know, so it has been them games where they've where they've struggled. So that's where a game Derry have to be on the zone, get their ones, and then you just wouldn't know what happens. Yeah, that that is that's right. I was I was looking at that myself too. Like the, the Rovers very rarely slip over. You you see the way Steve Bradley celebrated the the, the draw at the at the Brandywell there recently too. Obviously the, the way the game went, and they got a lit penalty and all the rest. Like, but. Uh, he knew how big a result that was, like as well too, and it's just um, it's it's just those wee fine margins that have gone against them. But uh, you, you, I think if if they don't get over the line at the end of this day, they're going to look back and so many like moments of of regret that they that they didn't sort of just force it home. You know, games that they should have won, they haven't won. Uh, you know, whether it was down to referee decisions or. You know, whatever, or just having a bad night, like. But it's it's just it's. I think it's going to be one of frustration if you look back on it and they haven't they haven't done it this year. Like. Well, that's exactly it. You know, you have lost the Lego twice. The two the two Lego games stand out because the first Lego game, if you won, you knew you got under the game because Rovers had lost the night before they cork. If you won, you go four points clear. Didn't turn up. There's no two ways about it. Didn't turn up that night, and and deserved to lose. Could have lost by more. The couple of weeks ago down there, they didn't know that it was scoreless until they came in uh, the change room. But that didn't take away from the fact, again, they didn't turn up. Forget about Rovers not getting their running UCD. You do your job. And then even earlier in the season, against this Friday night's opponents, Drogheda at home, Drogheda were down to 10 men after 20-odd minutes. And they still came away with a 1-0 victory from the Brandywell. Like those are the sort of Results where you know you're going to look back on it's 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 not the Shamrock Rovers defeats that, that you're going to be that's what's going to cost the league it's going to be your home loss to Drogheda and your two defeats in particular against Lego as where that's going to cost you if it does cost them because I'm part of the the hope that Kizzy still brigade to be honest with you. Well, I am as well, definitely, but um. Uh, I, I think just they sort of slightly changed the, the direction. I think it was we were, we were telling you right afterwards, like in the, in the sort of media scrum afterwards, and he was saying a couple of things. Obviously, that that they're they're going to just keep going, and, and, and I suppose he has to say that. But of course, they're going to believe it as well too, while it's still possible. But he also said because of the the guys that came on and sort of did the business, Brandon Cameron in particular. Obviously, Jamie McGonigal hasn't been getting a lot of game time. Came on and. And scored his goal too, um, but Brandon Kavanagh, I think every time he's been called upon, he's he's come on and, and injected a wee bit of uh, creativity in that that final third. Where it's just he, he can find that pass, maybe but like Fats or maybe a Patsy or, or whoever who in that, in that final third who can who can, who can create things and, and when when teams are hard to break down. And he's been excellent, hasn't he? Like since he's come on now, where he had said we'll hear from him now as well too, but. He, he was basically saying that's has the hardest part of being a manager for him being manager at Derry City. It's his first managerial job, but that's been the hardest part is trying to keep everybody content when when everybody's giving them giving them everything. You know, when he's maybe in training, we don't see training, but definitely on the pitch when they're called upon. You know, he was good, wasn't he? He was like and and as as Ray alluded there too in the in the interview, he says he's added goals to these game, and that's true this season. The assists and goals and. 
that was probably the only thing that was missing from uh, Young Brandon's performances has been final ball on the final third to set boys up or scoring goals. He's definitely added that this season. He's improved. Uh, and you're right, it was great to see Jim McGonagall coming on. He was just unlucky just before getting his goal with a keeper makes a really good save, tapping it away, and then he does eventually get his goal. But look, you're right, and, and Rory's right, it's, it's, it is the, the most difficult job. Even jokingly start saying about they'd rather have a few bad, <laughs> sort of bad people or bad eggs, is right, like, yeah. but they're not. Like They're all good lads. They're all giving their all, and they're, and they're, and they're really trying to they improve things and, and look, as long as that continues, you know, the luck can change and you just would never know. Well, well, let's hear what Rory had to say. Exactly. It was really important. Um, I think once we got the second, then our attention sort of changed towards getting goals and, and and as I said, the players were really professional. Um, attacked our goal at every opportunity and, and could have had a couple more as well. And after four minutes in the first half, we scored, I don't know, was it two minutes into the second half? So it was brilliant times to get the goals and uh, two amazing finishes, to be honest with you. Danny Mullins, volleys, brilliant. Patching's finish is, 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 is class. Um, we scored a brilliant goal against them a few weeks ago as well, a, a lob. So. Um, no, he's playing with loads of confidence and, and so are so a lot of the players. Obviously, we're extremely disappointed still with last week, but uh, I think that was a, quite an isolated performance given uh, the form that we've been, on, been in over recent months. It was, uh, the league table hasn't changed, but um, as I said, we, we probably uh, need maximum points now. There's no doubt about that. And, 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 but we have to go to Drogheda next week, which has been a a really difficult venue for, for everybody and um, we'll go there and, and try and pick up the three points. The guys that came on, obviously, Brandon, every time he's called upon, he's he's been really influential and he added that wee bit of spark too in that final third. Aye, and, and uh, he, he had McMullen uh, one side, Duffy the other side, McGonagall ahead of him, so we brought him on with loads of pace around him. We know he can thread nice passes. He picks up really good areas. He, he's now... Uh, a goal threat um, he gets a header from inside the six yard box which is great and uh, he plays a great pass for Jamie as well for, for, for Jamie's goal so Brandon's made a fantastic contribution uh, particularly from uh, as a lot of them from the mid-season onwards he, he's, he, he's really elevated his game and I know um, he can be very frustrated at times and uh, as all young players are they want to play all the time but I don't take him for granted, far from it. Um, I have a, a huge amount of respect for him. Uh, his knowledge on the game is absolutely brilliant as well. And, and uh, uh, he, he, he's, he's, I think he's been a really good player for the club. And um, But he can be frustrated at times when he's not in the team. And that's, that's life and that's football. And I've been in that position loads of times and I know what it's like. Uh, but he's 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 at a he's at a really really strong contribution in, in recent months. Managing that mustn't be easy to worry, and especially in Jamie no, coming on too, getting that goal. Do you have confidence? Uh, it's the hardest. It's the hardest part of the the job, and it's the hardest part of the job. And I have so much respect for our players because there, there, there's there's not a bad egg at all in the group, um, and 
I would I would make it easier if maybe there was a few people that you didn't like <laughs> to, to leave them out. But I have so much time and respect for them all, and it's a horrible part of the job, but it's what I'm paid to do, I suppose. And this week, too, Brand was down to that EA Sports launch, and quite a lot of interviews were all talking about next season as if the season was done. You know, there were a lot, a lot of questions that I'm trying to say, and the season's over. Aye, listen, and, and uh, of course, but once, as I said, once we're alive and kicking, once we're still there, then you just never know. But obviously, we've worked through, we have to go to draw the next week and one. Yeah, he, he makes it. He's, he's talking about Brandon, obviously in particular because he has contribution on the night. Like he, he, he set a one, he scored one, and uh, you know which has been par for the course for him. Like you know, but um, I, there's other guys there too that that I'm sure that he's mentioned. Like Jordan McAnef, who had such a lovely he spell during the season too, and then and then Jamie, as we talked about too. But you're, you're going to need everybody now, you know, and and in terms of like when you get guys. Like the injury list that they've had from the start of the season, and everybody's played their part in this, haven't they? They have. It's, it, it has been an absolute squad, like the whole team effort and the whole squad that's, that's done this. Uh, and even even things like Ty Graham behind the scenes, you know, having spoke to Michael Daher, the goalkeeping coach, Mickey would Mickey Doc would say, like Ty is unbelievable, just mm. keeping Brian these goals. And if Brian is injured or suspended or whatever, he would have you know full confidence in Ty coming in uh, because it's just his mentality, his work rate, his training uh, attitude when he comes on, uh, and that's second to none. And it, it also shows that Brian, you can see the improvement in him this year. That you know the amount of unbelievable saves he's been making this this season at that crucial points in games. So that's why I'm saying it's the whole squad. Everybody's played their part. It doesn't matter if they haven't maybe featured in the pitch that much. Alexa Tigrain, but behind the scenes, he's putting it on, and that's what you need. Well, we we didn't manage to get a, a guest on this week. You know, we we did try hard, didn't we? Like, but uh, it was the fact, the fact. I think we went one better, and it was like an impromptu kind of interview. Well, it basically grabbed Baz Malloy before he he, he escaped. After the match, we we, we sort of. We were chatting him on the pitch and we got his thoughts. It was good, good they speak, they speak to Baz. Let, let's hear what Baz had to say about basically in the match. I think he was unlucky with a few bets, wasn't he, Kev? Like, but we'll, we'll see what, what he says about the match and, and about what he thinks about Derry going forward. Well, we're just standing here at the Brandwell after a 6-0-1 from Derry and a wee opportunistic interview here. We've got Derry City legend, former captain, Baz Malloy, aye, it's you, Baz. <laughs> right, How's so the form? Aye, all good, all good. Ah, it's good to be back. Aye, brilliant. Uh, good wee opportunity to get back for me and the, the kids and that, and my mate and his wee boy as well, so we enjoyed it tonight. We had a couple of bets on. Unlucky, I, I had 6-1, the wee boy had 4-2, and my mate's wee boy had 11-0, so... Oh, jeez, well, you were expecting goals. Yeah, we were, we were optimistic, to be honest, so it was a good night, good night, aye. What do you think overall? Because they, they look sharp. Obviously, they're expected they do the job against UCD, but and they need to sort of um, rack up the goals in terms of goal difference if it does come down to that, hopefully. 100%. I mean, I spoke to Gary Ferry during the week about my predictions for the end of the season, and I thought it's going to go down to the wire in terms of goal difference, but the performance tonight was very, very good. But I think it was a, last week's result, unfortunately, left it a wee bit flat they start with tonight but the 6-0 was brilliant and uh, it takes the goal difference down so if it goes to the wire then that result tonight will hopefully see us over the line Well you know yourself being there you know hitting the bar a couple of times 
you just sort of hoping Rory's team can get it over the, over the line this time? 100%. I mean, as you said before, like in 2006, it went down to goal difference and it was a horrible way to lose the league. But hopefully it doesn't come down to that. But obviously, Rovers have it in their hands. Do you know what I mean? But there's still a chance. To, I think it's five, five games, four, five four, games? Four games. Four games to go, you know what I mean? And they've got two difficult traps, I think, in my opinion. They draw her and and Cork as well like so hopefully they can drop points and, and Derry can just keep winning the, them games and you never know like but as I say if it goes down to goal difference in tonight's uh, result hopefully see us over the line I remember speaking to Eamon Rory got the job too and you were thinking that, that he's the man for it like you know obviously it was his first managerial post but he's, he's done a terrific job here hasn't he unbelievable to be honest I mean as, as I said whenever Rory took over it, the club weren't doing very well um, and he turned it around in a short space of time and last year obviously going and winning the cup was massive and you can see even coming back you can see the, the young lads running around the, the stadium they're all wearing Derry jerseys and it's a great buzz around the place and Rory's done a fantastic you know in terms of getting everyone believing in the, in the club again and obviously we've pushed this year and, and unfortunately you know as I say last week's result if we had a won that and they had a drop the, the, their result then we would have been closer but we're obviously pushing on do you know what I mean from where we were at the start of last season so we're, we're making great strides and it's just a matter of time before Rory wins out again, in my opinion Similar that you were just chatting there about like Hargy we and us he still has that you know Inkin and Derry still, still party like you watch every week 100% I mean I'm, I'm over there now in Derby but I, I keep talking to my mates over there and the wee man as well like it's always about Derry and, and he understands that as well he's coming back he's loving it he's, he walked the boys out tonight and he was loving it so um, obviously Derry's got a big part in, in my life you know what I mean in football time so um, I'm just hoping that Rory can get the league title you know if it's not this year it'll be definitely be next year in my opinion because he's done an amazing job and if he can keep the hold of some of the players like Diallo and Patching you know what I mean there's, there's no reason why they can't do that just think, talking about patching like that was like a bar in Malloy goal wasn't it <laughs> oh, that was, yeah. it was like <laughs> I, I didn't even see it I was in the bar <laughs> <laughs> it was more Dallas Bear so Camp than bar in Malloy no, definitely not me I mean he's a different class that lad but uh, as I was saying to a few of the lads and I was chatting the big fan of the Allos in the middle of the field mm. he's such a good player like and, um, patching as well such a cr- brilliant footballer you know what I mean and I, I was saying to my mate as well he came over from England that this football team here now is just a reflection of what Rory was like as a footballer. Do you know what I mean? It's such a such a good watch when you come to watch Derry. Like the, the football's brilliant, and um, as I said before, it's just a matter of time. If it's not this season, I reckon Derry's going to win the league next year. You're only over for the weekend, as Simon says. We nabby then, just you're only <laughs> here, but you could be back for a wee maybe celebration if, if they do win this title. Yeah. Here's hoping, like I mean, I'm always up for an excuse to come back and go on the rip, like so. <laughs> I'd be happy to come here and have a few pints for for Derry one, to be honest. What What do you think? Just well, I'll keep you much longer. I don't know you're looking to get away, but Rory as as a manager, what, what do you think it'd be like? Because obviously you, you play for so long beside him, like you know. But uh, as a manager, what do you think it'd be like? Whenever me and Rory were playing together at 21, 22, whatever, I always thought that Rory was going to go on to have a, a very, very good career in coaching, if not manager. And, uh, I'm not surprised how well he's doing at the minute. And even even back then, he had, he had a lot of sort of sort of impetus in, in, in the team talks and things like that with Stephen Kenny. And um, it's just a very calm and influence. But as I said before, when you watch his teams on the pitch, it's just a reflection of how he was as a player. And it, it just probably gives people the the belief in themselves. They go and play good football, as Stephen Kenny used to do with some of our lads. Like I reckon, we're the same as that, where he just. Gives them the encouragement and belief that they can 
play above their station, you know what I mean? I would see Murray doing the same thing. Kiev, like he was, he was in good form, wasn't he? He was in brilliant form, and you, you're right, it was unprompted. He was standing chatting to Rory Higgins and all, and then it was like a kiss of, we'll bring him down, sure, and get a wee chat, and fair play to make him down, and the thing that I, one of the questions I'd say to him, he, he, he's like a hargy, he's like, you know, he's a proper dairyman still, he's talking about we and us, and we can do this, and if we don't want it this year, we can do it. Somebody like a Hargy, when we had him on last week, he's still going to games, Barry's case, he's watching from from afar uh, in England, so look, he knows, he knows how much it would mean to everybody, and uh, you know, he, he was part of squads that, that hit the bar a couple of times, so he's hoping that uh, part and upon he hits a bar in November, he's, he's called back over for title <laughs> celebrations, because as he alludes to, He'd be well up for that if that happens. Uh, he, he was a big fan of Diallo, too, he was saying, in the middle of the program, was like being a midfielder. Like, but Diallo has been a guy, like, seeing Diallo's on form, I think he's fantastic in, in the middle of the park as well, too. He obviously gave Patsy a mention as well. But um, what, what, he, what he did say was about the, watching Derry. Like, obviously, he's a big pal of Rory's and uh, played along with him. He knows what Rory's all about, but he, he, he feels that this Derry team's like sort of made an image of Rory, the way he played his football himself. Like, you, you, do you agree with that sort of comment? Like? Okay, it's it's definitely, I would agree with him 100%. It's Rory's team as a possession-based team, uh, like a modern, like a, like a lot of teams are in modern football. It's played out from the back, uh, quick, quick play, play through the the forwards and that that was that was Rory when he played. He was definitely a forward thinking player. The 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 quarterback passes were uh, he'd been renowned for. It. He played out the Hargy or Eddie and stuff like that. Like so, his team pretty similar. Diallo is now doing that. I was saying earlier, setting up a few things, playing cross field ball to Ben Doherty or McMullen or you know. So it's uh, it's it's he's definitely very similar in the way he wants to play. Yeah, and and he, and he was saying basically too that if it, like if he's what he is was a, as a player like you know he was very much a Stephen Kenny lieutenant sort of thing but 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 made in the same mode where he gives that encouragement and belief that that the players can play above their station sort of thing give them the belief in themselves and that they can go out and do a job and he seems they have done that like the, the boys have have definitely like raised their game like under him in the last couple of, couple of years like but. The big thing is, Barry believes that they can still do it, you know. And, and for a guy who's so like obviously knowledgeable about the League of Ireland, but but been there and almost done it at the bar, but you know you gotta we'll, we'll take his lead from it and, and and keep that sort of keep a candle lit. <laughs> well, exactly that's it. Like, and as I say, you know he, he watched a few of the key games still on a Friday night over in England, and he, he obviously was there Friday night and. He alluded to the six different goal scorers too, you know, chatting. They all sort of off record him. We were just chatting him and he was saying, like, it's it's good that everybody scored and that gives everybody confidence. And the likes of Jimmy getting his goal and, you know, uh, Brian getting his goal, they, they feel they feel a part of it again, even if they they didn't feel it, if that makes sense. You know, they're back and they're contributing. While before they might have been sitting on the bench going, we're not getting a snuff here. And now they're getting on them. Once they get on, they've contributed. Like, so it's, that's good and gives them a confidence. And as Barry says, once you've had throughout the whole squad and everybody playing their part, but it's, it's a good dressing room, man. Right. Well, well, I suppose we, we move on 
finish off. I'll be looking ahead. They 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 draw it like here because it's not it's never easy going down there. Like you know, we we we, we rolled them over at, at the Brandywell and the start of August, like the three 0 one like there, and I was when just after the the European run that came to an end, wasn't it? Like it wasn't around that stage if I can remember rightly, but um, it's, it's going down there is a different story. They, they, you never know what you're going to get. We draw it a, a times. So obviously, they were a bit by, by Dundalker and the Louth Derby uh, last week, but uh, I think before that they bit Pats, didn't they? So you, you just, you just never know what you're going to get. But you know you're going to end for a, for a, a, a battle like down, down at the, down at Drogheda. Oh, big time, and it always is. Uh, and to be fair, the game three 0 in August. Brian Barr makes a wonder save at 0-0 to deny fully. Down in Drogheda, 1-1-0, Adam O'Reilly scored. Brian Barr made a wonder save to yeah. deny Freddie Draper. You know, two so... Two fantastic saves. Yeah, so it's, it's... You know, we know it's going to be difficult down there. There's no doubt about it. But because Drogheda are home and hosed in terms of they're not going to get relegated, they're not going to qualify for Europe, they're not in the cup. I know Kevin will rightfully be saying, Kevin Dorda, the Toronto manager, we're thinking next year there's possible new ownership going on there too. Mm. Talks of going full time, all these type of things, there's players playing for their future. I get all that. But the team that know they have to win because they have a chance of winning something or qualifying for Europe, whatever way you want to do it, they have to have the more emphasis and they have to have the more drive. And that's why I think Derry might just shade it just because of that fact. But don't get me wrong, Drogheda will still want to finish the season strongly and want to bounce back, as you say, after the defeat against Dundalk. Well, that's, uh, I, I like your optimism there. Like, you know, it's it kind of, you're leading kind of on their prediction there, if, uh, if I can prompt you for a prediction, because... I, I agree totally. I think there had the impetus is with Derry, but so it was down at uh, at Sligo. I know Sligo had had they were looking over the shoulders at Cork at the time, but I think it's a very similar scenario. So Derry just have to turn up. Well, this is up. They have to turn up and get at it, and uh, and and because of that, I think they will. I think they'll be on the zone. They're obviously, going to be a few niggles that they have been the last couple of weeks. with Alexa Connolly's been struggling. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, Patrick McElhinney's been struggling and probably still out. You know, so they have a few big Cameron Dominican, their big players have been missing, but they've been missing quite a bit this season. So mm-hmm. people understand that. But I still think they'll have too much. It's going to be batting down the hatches. It's going to be tight. But I'm going to go for a two-one narrow dairy victory. All right. Well, I was kind of hoping, like we were chatting there about about fats. Obviously, it's the, the Achilles issue that keeps creeping up, and he's more than likely going to probably, with assume, going to have to have we'll go under a knife for it at the end of the season. Or and then you, you probably wonder, and maybe, maybe all right, these games would mean so much, but if you want to have them for the start of next season, would you not sort of have them go under a wee bit sooner so he's ready for maybe under the start of next season? You know, so it's. It's a, it's a difficult one, you know. If you still think there's so much so much riding on it here, you, down in Drogheda, it's a, it's a kind of game where you want you want fats on there, sort of affecting the game, like. But I don't know if, they, I don't know if they'd be ready for you know having missed so much. I, well. I think you just 
hold the handbrake and just see how he is. And look, if you need him, you get him out there. But look, if results don't go their way, I would agree with you. Get him on the knife early and just get ready for Christmas and get ready for pre-season for next year. Yeah. But if you're still on my shout, no, you keep Patrick just taking over and let's see if you're ready for it. Probably. Well, I'll, I'll just I'll end it, I suppose, with a, with a prediction. And I'm going to stay positive because I think that's what we need. We need everybody to be positive, Keith. So I, 100%. I'm going to go one all day, one all day. Hatching penalty, eighty ninth minute. Oh, sacred heart! I want the right Andrews man. I don't want eighty ninth minutes. <laughs> right, folks. Well, that that'll do it for for this week. Hopefully, we come back in, in good form next week. We we had dairy one, two points behind Shamrock Rovers would be fantastic. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll, we'll chat next week. We'd like to thank the children of Greenhall Primary School for the podcast jingle. And any silly fans out there with anything they want to ask us, they can email us simon.collins at dairyjournal.com or myself, kevin.mcgohan at dairyjournal.com. Also keep an eye on social media on Twitter at dairyjournal and on Instagram at dairyjournal underscore. Make sure you like, follow and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a beat as we follow the fortunes of Dairy City Football Club.